0: Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports,
1: and wrestling. Good evening, afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening, and welcome to the kickoff. Wait a minute, what the hell? I see faces! Ah! Yes, this
2: is me. Yes, this is real wood paneling. Oh, uh, Eric! all like of you out there might have seen it before.
1: Eric Eric looks like he's trying to diddle a chick in the back of a 70s RV. <laughs> I mean, hey, I haven't gotten
2: the music quite turned up just yet. Uh, these 8-tracks are
1: hilarious. I just realized they can see me dancing now, and that idea is completely shot to shit. Hello and welcome to the kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2Mnet.com. As you can see up in the top corner over there on the right-hand side, if Mr. Watkins would be at so kind.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, the logo's up
1: there. I went ahead and I moved it appropriately. We actually do have the kickoff logo. I don't know if you can see that or not, Kennedy. I can it's pretty nice. I'm your host. My name is Harry Broadhurst. Joining me as per usual, he is the DSDO. He is the Man. Although not so much tonight, I don't think we have a news desk to get to. We do have one bit of news to get to, but we'll get to that when we talk about a certain team in the AFC East with a quarterback who just got paid.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's some big contracts, but not worthy of a solo news desk, so... The anchor man
1: is staying put for a little while. He'll stay classy W2M network. Elsewhere, he is the DSBO, Eric Watkins. Ah, actually
2: feels good to be on screen again. Just, I'm wearing a shirt this
1: time. Yeah, let's keep all of your exploits without your shirt on to a different site. You can find him on only. Never mind. In addition, joining us as well for the AFC preview edition of the kickoff, season 5, episode 2. She is the locksmith. She is Kennedy Eddings. Happy to be involved. And here's so she doesn't get fined.
2: (laughs) Although, oddly enough, wearing a shirt of a team that we'll be talking about next week. Yeah,
1: you couldn't couldn't wear... couldn't wear your bill swag tonight. What the hell, no, Kennedy? It's it's laundry day. I mean, in fairness, I'm wearing a Scooby Doo shirt, so I got no room to talk. Yeah, but with you, that fits. It does. Counselor Scoob's in the building. <laughs> and if We're you know, the family. <laughs> all right, moving forward, Eric completely <laughs> missed his cue there. If well, I was
2: gonna. Well, she was saying something, but. With Counselor Scoob, if you know, and the words of the philosophical hammer, you know.
1: All right, let's move forward here. This is going to be your AFC preview for 2021 slash 2022, kind of, sort of, ish, a little. Mid-February, day before my birthday. We talked about that last week. Super Bowl will be February. Don't you roll your eyes at me, Watkins. I can see you.
2: I'm not rolling your eyes at you. I'm rolling your eyes at the NFL and their scheduling powers.
1: Okay. Likely reason. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to go division by division, breaking down all four teams in each division. We are going to save the South for next to last due to a certain person's prevalence with a specific team in the South. And we are going to do the AFC East last because, well... There's a little bit of a bias on that shit on this show in regards to that division. Uh,
2: I, just teeny, teeny, just
1: teeny bit there. A bit. So we're going to start in the AFC North, and we are going to start with the defending AFC North champions, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, well, let's talk about the major pickups. Obviously, the marquee name to add to the offense is Sammy Watkins coming in from Kansas City.
2: Uh, Yeah, the big thing, yes, you have Lamar's development, although it could be a little bit sketchy, and now you have an excuse with, you know, COVID, having to miss time. So there's that. But giving him more weapons, diversifying, so that way he doesn't only have Hollywood Brown as kind of his main two, that's going to help matters because, well, you still got that whole – not bad for a running back mentality going on even with his exploits as a passer let's just hope it helps with a deeper run come january
1: let's talk about one of the biggest undersung free agent signings of this particular offseason as well as division rival alejandro villanueva moves from pittsburgh to baltimore to help shore up that offensive line um, one thing we noticed in the playoff run last year, Baltimore needs a better offensive line. Ask Lamar Jackson about the fourth quarter of last year's a- AFC Divisional round game. Oh, wait, you can't. He didn't play in it because he almost got murdered in the third quarter. Well, I mean, at least RG3, you
2: don't. Know, you still have him in a mop-up duty, but
1: uh, negative squirrel, sir. The backup in Baltimore is Trace McSorley. Well,
2: now, but I mean, you still had him. He was the one out there because let's face it, as good as Trace McSorley is, as well as he had that song from Penn State with him, RG3 had stuck around for a reason. Now, you just don't need that reason.
1: In my opinion, Baltimore is going to go as far as their defense carries them. The question is, is how far can this defense carry them? One of the big names for me on defense that they just picked up is Derek Wolf, former Denver Bronco, who actually played for the Broncos on their last Super Bowl run, I believe. And a little bit of a personal bias here, also happens to be from Youngstown, Ohio. Hometown connections. Indubitably. Kennedy, your thoughts on Baltimore's offense and defense this year. Any thoughts on the Ravens?
0: Agree with what you said. If their defense can carry them, if – other pickups on the off season don't uh play out the way they think they should or or they're going to, then definitely defense is gonna have to carry them like they did well they tried to do last season.
1: I think. Uh realistically speaking here, are we gonna see the Ravens retain or do you guys want to do predictions at the end of the episode?
2: Um if we're talking just divisional winners Even though the Steelers have their whole thing with Big Ben, we'll be getting to that later on. But I think it's Baltimore's division to lose still.
1: Kennedy, same thoughts? Different thoughts? What do you think? I'm hit or miss. Uh, It depends on. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it
0: depends on Pittsburgh, I think.
1: See, I was going to say the exact same thing. I think it's going to depend a lot on the reboundability of the Pittsburgh Steelers and specifically that of Ben Roethlisberger and the last time we saw him sitting on the field almost in tears during the course of that wildcard game against Cleveland last year. I think Roethlisberger has a lot to prove, and I think that this is going to be a season where he's going to come out trying to prove it. All right, we'll get to Cleveland and Pittsburgh here briefly. However, the next team to talk about, Is the man who also had no line last year and should have gotten an offensive lineman in the first round of this year's draft. He didn't. He instead got hooked back up with a former LSU teammate in Jamar Chase. I refer to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Here's the thing, Eric. The Bengals are not a bad team. The problem is they are in an absolutely stacked division.
2: I mean you've essentially got six games that're going to function as two murderous rows or murderous rows whenever they face their opponents. I mean, yes, you got Joe Burrow help. That's good. But in a typical Bengals going to bungle, you got him the wrong kind of help. And I don't see a lot of changes in that regard. So it's not going to be as long of a season if Burrow does stay healthy, you're going to see a lot of uh dynamic improvement, but mm-hmm. is he you're not going this to get year? too much? Mm-hmm.
0: Because when he got hurt, they said it was gonna be twenty like twenty twenty two, not the twenty twenty two season, like actually into twenty twenty two. Has anything come out saying Alder- he's playing?
1: All of the reports I've seen have said that he will be ready for week one. I hope so. I hope so, too.
2: I mean, this is one kind of benefit to where the preseason schedule has changed, so he's not going to have to play a lot, but
1: let's just see what he can do. And ooh. I'm going to be honest. I'm looking – I'm looking at their offensive line, and there is nobody on their offensive line that I would be concerned about if I'm an opposing defense. Yeah. Maybe Quentin like- Spain. Excuse me. Maybe Quinton Spain, the former San Francisco 49er. But other than that, uh, Michael Jordan, Jonah Williams, Trey Hopkins, and Riley Reef.
2: D lines are licking their chops, and they are going to tee off. Oh,
1: uh, I feel so bad. I, I hate to say this, but let's go ahead and put the elephant in the room here, Kennedy. Does Burrow make it through this entire season unscathed? I hope so, man. Do I hope so? That that kid deserves
0: wins on wins on wins. He he would have been rookie of the year in my book. He had absolutely everything going for him until that happened. And he deserves a team that can help him and back him up. He deserves a better offensive line. Um, so I'm just hoping if they can do their jobs, he's going to be able to do his job. So
1: we'll Eric, see. same, Eric, same question.
2: Week 10. I'm stating that is like, The shakiness of when something could potentially happen, given the number of hits he's set to take. If he can make it past week 10, I think it'll be not quite smooth sailing to the rest of the season, but it'll be easier.
1: All I have to say in regards to the Joe Burrow situation in Cincinnati, regret thy name is Pene Sewell. Remember that name, Cincinnati fans, and think about the fact that he should have been in that offense rather than Jamar Chase, keeping Burrow from getting murdered in this division. Uh, we'll see. The mistake, the mistake on the Lakes has things pretty bright right now, Eric. The Cleveland Browns are looking like a legitimate AFC contender this year. We've said before on the show, Browns gonna Browns. But I don't know. This is a team that could have a really deep run.
2: Yeah, and this is why, even though I say it's Baltimore's division to lose, Cleveland, at the minimum, with one of those wild card spots, maybe you get to week 17, week 18, a conversation for the division title. As weird as it sounds, and... You haven't really been able to say this consistently since the late 80s. Yes, Cleveland has got their shit together. They finally figured something out for once. Who knew?
0: I just hate Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I don't know
2: why. I don't
0: know why. I just, I want to see that man just fucking lose this season.
2: I mean, to be fair, about- he's done a lot fewer progressive commercials. You know what, and He's but- gotten awfully quiet.
1: Well, I think that's a good thing, though, because I think one of Baker Mayfield's biggest downfalls has always been his mouth and the fact that he likes to run it going back. He'll um run his mouth faster than he ran from the police. That's beside the point. Nick Chubb got himself a renewal up in Cleveland this past offseason three years. I think it was something like $36 million, Eric. So, thereabouts.
2: I mean,. Um, They realized between that and what they had with him and Kareem Hunt trying to keep that together in the backfield. So that way you have – 36 million. Yeah, so you have Mayfield having to throw less.
1: You still have the whole, you know, OBJ. I was just about to get to him here, and I'm going to ask Kennedy this question. Kennedy, buy or sell, Odell Beckham Jr. is an albatross on this Browns franchise.
0: Bro, that's such a big word. I'm not. You gotta. I need a. I need a smaller word. He, than that. He's
1: dragging them down. Oh no. No.
0: Well, I mean, like last season, obviously, but season's coming. I don't think so.
2: Eric Albatross, buy yourself. I'm actually going to buy this because we have seen OBJ when he and his he is in his more, shall we say, malcontent phase and i really think you're going to see that surface yet again because he's not really in a place where he wants to be with his career is in being in cleveland but he's not even really the featured receiver or a key part of the offense he is a piece to what is a very cohesive puzzle and if he's not a bigger piece another person who's going to run his mouth that's going to surface again how they're going to keep him in line, I have no idea. One other, qu- albatross one other is a bird, qu- by the way. Hmm? An albatross An al- is a bird. Yeah, yeah it's a bird, it. it's of- also a term in golf for three <laughs> holes on a
1: par, or three strokes on a par on a hole.
2: Mm-hmm. You learned something you
1: seriously new every day. Never- <laughs> you seriously never heard the phrase albatross before, Kennedy, no. in this regard? No, these goddamn youngins, Eric. I swear to Christ. I'm
2: telling you,
1: millennials. Am I right? Am I a millennial? Technically, yes. Because if I am, you definitely are. I don't think you quite qualify for Gen Z. I'm not Mm -mm. that stupid. I'm stupid, but I'm not. Not that there's there's your teaser quote for this episode, Eric. I'm stupid, but I'm not that stupid. (laughs) Well, but hey, at least tonight she can words, so we're making
2: progress.
1: <laughs> so far. <laughs> so, I was just about to say, so far, so good. We'll have to see if that trend continues. We almost made her spit her energy drink. Or at least what looked like that, an energy that, that, drink.
2: That, Number one, that's not an energy drink. <laughs> and number two, hey, you know
1: me in spit takes. That's all I'm saying. But if, if there's one thing that we have established on this show though, it's that it's spitters are quitters. That is true. Indubitably. <laughs> I can't
0: say that word. I know what that one means, but I can't say it.
1: Indubitably? Not even try. But ah, <laughs> uh, we were trying to set her up. That would I really would have wanted to hear that. All right. Let's move forward and go to the usual class of the division, at least until last season. Let's talk the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben's going to be back, and Big Ben's going to be on a rampage. And the question is going to be, does Big Ben have enough weapons around him in order for the Steelers to return to their former glory after a first-round exit at the hands of their Lake Erie rivals in the Cleveland Browns last year? Uh, Eric?
2: Well, you're going to see a different type of offense, If you've been a Steelers fan for a long time or you know the Steelers identity, it's built around pound on the rock, pound on the rock, pound on the rock. If you saw a little bit of what they did in the Hall of Fame game against Dallas, they're going back to not full on that mentality, but pretty close. You're going to see a lot more shorter routes. You're going to see more jet sweeps. So that way, Ben is not entirely the focal point. Yes, he's still going to feature in the passing game, but they're really going to start going back to their roots. That could
1: pay off. Talked about this on our draft preview, and it ended up coming to fruition. It is Najee Harris, the former Crimson Tide running back, now taking over the reins in Pittsburgh as the starter for the departed Oh God! Why am I um? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? James. James, James. Connor. James Thank God you, Connor. James Connor. For the departed James Connor, uh, setting your Alabama bias aside here, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the realistic expectations for Najee Harris should be in Pittsburgh this season?
0: I, hope, I can't set my bias aside. I hope he goes and absolutely just kills it. And I don't see at least the Browns and the Bengals stopping him. I'll give the Ravens their their push, but I think Najee Harris can go out and absolutely dominate in his um, in the AFC North,
2: at least. Well, real quick, Kennedy, if you had to put a number ballpark for Russian guards four Harris this season about what would you put it to where you would be satisfied
1: can i chime in I on wanna, this
0: one? like yeah i don't want to like highball him because you know because like it's the same thing what i what i want to reference it to is i know it's going from running back to wide receivers but like last season um how everyone thought cd lamb was going to come out and then justin jefferson sat there and just like swept you know what i mean So, Mm -hmm. like, I want to sit here and predict that Najee Harris is just going to go out, but you never know what's going to happen. So I don't want to give him some ungodly number, and then it's just like,
2: you're wrong. (laughs) Well, that's why I say, just to where you would be satisfied. Like, if at the end of the year you see his stats and he runs for this number, you would look at him like, that was a very good
1: rookie year. I'll I'll throw out a number for you, Kennedy, while you take a chance to think about it. If I'm Pittsburgh, anything over twelve hundred is acceptable to me. Honestly, if he cracks a grand, mm-hmm. you're probably happy. I but anything say, over, anything over twelve means that he was a very active and vital part of the offense.
0: I was gonna give him a thousand. Yeah, because like, my figure, good number.
2: Yeah, because I figure bare minimum. Bare minimum with the craziness that even is the 17 game season, maybe 800, but you're talking more reasonable. A thousand would work, a thousand would work, yeah. Because everyone at a seven college is so heavy. Real quick, Kennedy,
1: you're good. Uh, uh, real quick here, I think the big thing with that is with the 17 game schedule, the 17 game schedule, 50 yards a game on a 17 game schedule is 850 yards. Mm-hmm. That's not an impressive season, I don't think. And I am echoing horribly. A little bit. Yeah, I can hear mm. myself talking. Trying to figure it out, Marco. 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 Yeah, I mean, Marco. you're
2: good. You're good on my end. So I'm crooked. So. Right.
1: I think I'm good. Whichever. It's not too too bad. But anyways, um, eight fifty at seventeen games is only fifty yards a game, and I think that would be, have to be classified as a disappointment.
0: And that's if he only has fifty yard games, there's gonna be games where he could sit there and run over that or under it. So it's just
1: realistically speaking. Oh, go ahead, Eric.
2: Well, I was just gonna say basically the law of averages in that sense.
1: Uh looking over the rest of the offensive and defensive players here. All right, let's talk about the big uh let's talk about the big elephant in the room for Pittsburgh here. Let's talk TJ Watt. And the fact that he loses the man that many claim made him as good as he was last season with the Steelers defense. As, um, you're going to need some help here, Eric.
2: I thought I had the name, but I want to make sure that I'm right.
1: If you say the name and you're right, I'll know it. Oh, not Devin Bush, is it? No, no Devin Bush is a line... That just joined the team like last season, I think. There was somebody else that was really dominant on the offensive, on the defensive line for Pittsburgh last year. And we talked about the fact that TJ Watt didn't have the numbers in the games that this guy was hurt during the course of last season. And I am absolutely drawing a blank on his name right now. Yeah. Regardless, the point being is I am drawing a blank. I'm going to. I'm going to look this up while we continue to do this show here. But uh, meanwhile, let me ask you guys about TJ Watt here. With JJ finding new digs in Arizona this season, is there more pressure on TJ to perform up to the contract knowing that they didn't get the reunion of the Watt brothers that maybe they wanted, Eric?
2: Absolutely. Because as you said it yourself, if he came on the stage the way he did, splash phenomenal reviving that steel curtain mentality in Pittsburgh. So now the spotlight's even brighter. Yes, you've got your third Watt brother, Derek, but the reunion that I was hoping for, it didn't happen. So it's like, okay, what can you really do by yourself? Yeah. You're the man. You got paid. Like you're the man. Can you really step up and even come close to the season that you had last year, knowing all of these offensive coordinators are going to be planning for you,
1: Bud Dupree.
2: Bud Dupree, that was one.
1: Uh, Kennedy, same question Is there more pressure on TJ Watt to perform this year without Dupree and also not having the reunion with his brother JJ that many expected to happen this offseason?
0: Uh, because of Dupree, maybe, but nothing because of JJ. There's absolutely, there's no reason people should put more pressure on him or he should think there's more pressure on him because he didn't get his brother. He performed amazing last season.
1: But not um, as good when Dupree was injured.
0: As- My brain did not take he that as- I was like, good when Dupree was there. We go. I was like, what the fuck? He wasn't um, as
1: effective when Dupree was hurt.
0: True. But it's new season. He is a good football player. He is a great football player. He's learning to play without him on the off season. There are new things to take into consideration without having that player. You have to learn to play without people, which I'm assuming he did during the off season. And if are people like, are you comparing it to if JJ was there to help him? Because if you've never played with your brother professionally. It's, there's no reason to, uh, words, I'm wordsing right now. There's no reason <laughs> to sit there and try to compare yourself with or without him if it's not going to happen. And I think, I think JJ is going to end up being on his decline. I mean, we'll talk about that at another point, but JJ's on his decline. I think anyways, I think TJ can sit up here and fucking shoot for the stars if he wants to.
1: All right, Eric, projected order of finish in the a- AFC North this season.
2: Oh. Baltimore wins narrowly. I'm going to give Pittsburgh a slight edge over Cleveland because I think the Browns are going to regress a little bit. But Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Maybe tiebreaker, one game at the most. And then Cincinnati, unfortunately, way back in the dust.
1: Eric, check out my display name. I want to know what you think. Thank you. Kennedy, Kennedy predicted order of finish in the AFC North. Uh, I think it's going to be Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Bengals. Um, Not quite, but closer to you than Eric. I have Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati. So I do think the Ravens finish runner up in the in the North. I would not be surprised to see the North get three again this year.
2: I completely agree. I think even third place could end up being an eleven and six team, which mm-hmm. I'd see that as good enough for snatching a wild card spot. So two wild card spots in the AFC.
1: Eleven and six, ten and seven, somewhere along those lines. Yeah, one hundred percent agreed. I don't think any team in this le- in this division is going to finish with more than twelve wins. But the thing about it is, is all three of those teams could end up with at least twelve. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just depending on how the depending on how the breaks bounce in their non divisional games, because I think these three, I think those three teams are going to beat the shit out of each other in the division, and that's going to end up playing a major role on how the season plays out too. Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, Cleveland versus Baltimore, Baltimore versus Pittsburgh are going to be must see viewings for all six games this season, in my opinion. And welcome to the AFC North Circle of Death. (laughs) Circle of Death. I like it. About pretty much. Cincinnati, thy name is bitch. Alright, let's move forward. We're going to go over to the AFC West now, and we start with the Denver Broncos. Thankfully, As soon as my depth chart comes up, because, because apparently um, my computer's deciding to be very, very slow. Uh, there's a new man in Denver right now, uh, Kennedy, and his name is Teddy Bridgewater. I forgot that happened. Um, I honestly don't think he's going to be the starter for long though, because I think that I they were either. impressed by what they saw <laughs> from Jake Locker last season. And I think Locker is going to get more of an opportunity going forward. You mean drew lock, drew lock, drew lock. Sorry. The, the Missouri player, not the, uh, Washington. Yes. Drew lock. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. I think drew locks going to keep it through the season. Uh, depth chart. I am pretty sure has Bridgewater as the starter.
2: Well, there are reports coming out from Broncos camp to where Locke is impressing. So at minimum, you're going to have an open competition. It wouldn't surprise me if Locke gets the starting job. But as you said with Teddy Bridgewater not being the starter for long, I don't necessarily know if Locke is going to do enough to really save himself and keep the starting job. So we could easily
1: see both of them multiple games under center this year. I take that back. Uh, ourlads.com, the website that I'm using for my depth charts for this particular episode of the kickoff. Uh, once again, a presentation of the W2M network. Ourlads.com has Drew Locke as the projected starter right now with Bridgewater as the backup. Makes sense to me.
2: Yeah, familiarity with the system. Bridgewater is going to need a bit more time, but I stand by what I say. Bridgewater if you're picking over under 5 starts for Denver this season,
1: i could see that higher higher i think i think with a i think with a veteran quarterback like bridgewater on the roster, they're going to get Trigger happy. Uh, very young skilled players in denver as well. the starting wide receivers are the former crimson tide, jerry judy and former, I believe, Oklahoma State Cowboy Cortland Sutton, Noah Fan at tight end, and the former Charger Melvin Gordon starting in the backfield with uh, Royce Freeman backing him up. Philip Lindsay has taken his talents elsewhere. We'll get to him a little bit later on in this particular preview. Yeah, uh, LeBana- Kennedy.
2: Oh, go ahead. Yeah,
1: that's me. Hold on. You, you, went for, you went first in the north, she goes first in the west. Uh, very young skill players in Denver here, but very uh, some very strong potential with these skill players as well. Judy had a lot of hype coming out of Alabama last season. There are those that would argue that he did not live up to it fully, but the quarterback situation being what it was in Denver last season, you could make the argument that it wasn't entirely Judy's fault. Courtland Sutton has had a couple of very good seasons, but he's also had a series of games where he's disappeared. Noah Fant, in my opinion, is going to be a top-tier tight end in the NFL once he has a chance to fully develop, because I do think that Fant has all of the abilities and all of the skills in order to do that. My biggest concern for Denver is at running back with Melvin Gordon. I worry that Gordon may be past his prime. Yep,
0: I one hundred. I agree with everything you said. Um I think Judy, I don't like judging people off their first and second year sometimes, but I like, there's so much growth in between coming from college to the NFL that I think people need time and I get it's the pros and whatnot, but I don't, I really don't think you can judge people right off the beginning, especially like you said, with a quarterback situation. So I think we are going to see Judy start blossoming. He's either going to do terrible or he is going to start blossoming and really taking off. And then, like you said, Gordon, I think they just need someone younger um, that he can teach, and I think he's—I don't think they're going to get much with him. It's not going to be bad. He's not going to do terrible. I still think he can do Melvin Gordon things, but he's definitely uh, starting to
1: run off the tracks. Uh, Eric, by or sell. Melvin Gordon's best years are behind him now that he's a Denver Bronco.
2: I'm absolutely going to buy. I mean, he's got a pretty decent amount of tread on the tires. And, yes, you're going to still have a good backfield with him and Freeman, but you're going to see really quickly Gordon being relegated potentially to just a third down back or just having a package of situations. And uh, he's going to basically just be... Not quite left in the dust, but he's just going to retreat, retreat, retreat. You're going to see some. I'm not going to say even average returns from him at the beginning, and that's something that's going to be resolved very quickly this season.
1: Yeah. See, my biggest concern for Denver is, like, I I get the idea behind Mel. I get the idea behind Melvin Gordon being in the backfield now, but I think it was a mistake to let Philip Lindsay go. Because Lindsey kind of was the face of that franchise's offense over the course of the last couple of years, and he was one of those guys who came from nowhere as a home-developed talent. Whereas you're taking a chance on somebody in like Melvin Gordon, who had the sit the holdout in with the Chargers a couple of years back. I want to say it was last year before finally playing, and now he finds himself in an entirely new situation now that he is in uh, now that he is in Denver. All right, Eric, go ahead and move us back to the multi-screen because. We don't want to talk about them. We really wish we didn't have to talk about them. Frankly, they're a bunch of rat bastards. Might as well talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. The power rankings
2: are giving us our justice. You can relax. You <laughs> can Our sentiments exactly, Kennedy. Our sentiments exactly. Kennedy
1: needed a drink before dealing with Kansas City. And frankly, I need a beer as well. Barks, the official root beer of the kickoff.
2: That reminds me. I need to reach out to people about a certain beer sponsorship. Give me more of an excuse to get drunk on the show. Hmm.
1: I hate to say it, Kennedy. I really do. Then don't. I, I don't have a choice. This offense is fucking stacked. I know. I know. It, it, regardless of what we saw last season from this offense, the scary part is they weren't fully healthy for most of last season as well. Sure. Top, to, top to bottom, this could be NFL record setting caliber offense in Kansas City. Shh. Shh. <laughs> Oh,
2: no, no, no. We say this now
1: because we're going
2: to be dealing with at least 18 weeks, probably more, of Robert Taylor letting us know, asking for statistics, mentioning it all the time, all the tweets, graphics. Brace ourselves now while it's early.
1: Mm. Get your lube ready, folks.
0: I refuse. Bills by a billion.
1: (laughs) Bill's in four. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Eric would get that reference. I thought it was funny. All right. Um, Mahomes, Edwards Hilaire, Kelsey, Hardman, Pill, Demarcus Robinson, murderer's row on offense. The question's going to be the defense this year. Can the defense sustain the pace that they played at last year, which led them to their 14-2 and campaign? Here's my problem. As a Bills fan, we have a similar situation in the AFC East. There is no fucking competition for Kansas City in the West. None. 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 Buffalo maybe might have to kind of worry about Miami because Miami's making progress. New England is going to bounce back because Belichick isn't going to take that on his ass a second year in a row after his first losing season since he was in Cleveland.
0: They're not going to bounce back
1: with Cam. Don't care. I don't disagree with that, but the (laughs) offensive weaponry is a lot higher now than it was before. We'll get to the AFC East a little bit later on in the show. There is literally nothing in in the rest of the West that could threaten this Kansas City team, is there?
2: especially if, since you mentioned Miami in the AFC East, we'll get into more detail, especially if early rumors come to fruition in aiding
1: that defense with Xavier and Howard. I don't think they get Xavier and Howard. I think Howard stays in Miami.
2: Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. When you've got a situation where he's basically saying, hey, get me the fuck out of here, Is he the done. one that
0: had all the picks? I'm bad with names. Yes. He's the one that had all the picks. He's yeah.
1: the one that had double digits in interceptions last year, yes. Yeah. And you
2: know, especially after, oh, I don't know, someone decides to have an Uzi in their car, that's really going to be a detriment. But if you can... I can to deal with that situation, but bolster your defense in another way. Kansas City's been knocking.
1: We move forward to the Los Angeles Chargers. And the defending NFL Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert, who had an amazing rookie season. We cannot take that away from him. Should not have been Rookie of the Year, in my opinion. That honor should have went to Justin Jefferson. 100%. However quarterback is a skill position that traditionally gets recognized That We'll do our own predictions for year-end awards on the wrap-up episode for all of our prediction special. That will be in two weeks here on the kickoff. Two, you can actually see me when I do that now. I, I, I don't get to air quotes on an audio podcast anymore, though, Eric. That makes me a little sad.
2: Yeah, because we're no longer exclusively an audio podcast. You we can watch us. Visual cues.
1: You can watch us on W2M <laughs> w- Network on YouTube. I think it's W2M Network. It is. Woohoo! I pay attention, kind of sort of itch. All right, I back know. to the Chargers. Um, Austin Eckler at running back with Justin Jackson backing him up. A pretty impressive duo at wide receiver in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, with the caveat being that they both have to stay healthy. Neither one of them has really been able to do so. Williams, even going back to his time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, no wait, it was the other Williams, it was the other Williams that was a bill, excuse me. There are too many damn Mike Williamses that have played in the NFL, Eric. Mike Williams is a pretty common name, so it uh, fits. Chris Smith would maybe be like the only more common name that I could think of. Because I feel like Chris is more Smith's definitely a more common last name. All right, Kennedy, your expectations for the Chargers this year.
0: I don't Kent, really like follow them enough. I to, to make huge, like, assumption about what they're going to do. But I hope that was heartbreaking. What was it? When they played uh, the Saints, yeah? Last season? Maybe. Is that the game I'm thinking of?
1: I you have to explain the, the Saints. Si- you have to explain the situation.
0: Herbert, like, literally should have won that game for them.
1: Okay, I'm, that doesn't like, narrow it down a whole bunch.
0: <laughs> I'm, like, 90% sure it was the The game against the Saints, where Herbert, like we thought he was gonna win, I have a terrible memory, and then he didn't win, and I was like big sad for him. But anyways, I hope that that was um, against the Saints, though. Think I think it was. Um, I hope he can come through and do big big things for his team this year because he big things because he one hundred (laughs) percent. He one hundred percent just deserves it. In in my book, like not not football wise, not anything with statistics, just out of heart and like purely being an amazing person. He came in and just like because what it was Tyrod's lung. Right. That's why uh, God sure
1: did be right before week one.
0: And Herbert took that team as a baby and just ran with it last season. And he didn't do a bad job. And so I hope he can just do what he did last year just even fucking better because he deserves a win. That's all I wanted last year. I just wanted him to win. I don't even care where they go. I just want him as to win. As long as they beat Kansas
1: City, right? Yeah, that part. Absolutely. If if they're going to win, they should win against Kansas City. Eric. Yeah,
2: I mean, you've got really Kansas City being in that stratosphere, so you figure, all right, what is L.A.'s true ceiling with Herbert, within the full year, knowing that he's the starting quarterback under his system, but again, not much else otherwise. Given the state of the division as a whole, we could see maybe an extra win, maybe a less distant second place but that's about it. And you feel kind of bad because at some point Herbert is going to get stunted even with all the growth you see, but he's going to definitely take a step up. The Chargers can take maybe a half step up. Unfortunately, again, you're limited in that sense.
1: Speaking of teams with limited potential, let's go out to the desert of Las Vegas and talk about the Raiders. See, it doesn't feel the same way when you're not calling them the Oakland Raiders.
2: Yeah, well, look at what the city of Oakland is doing or not doing in this sense. Maybe in the USFL. I don't know.
1: Uh, Kennedy, it don't look good in Las Vegas. I'm looking at their depth chart here, and there is literally one person in this entire lineup that strikes fear in me. I Joshua can name
0: probably one person on the Raiders right now. So,
1: Joshua Jacobs, the running back who actually does go off on occasion. Oh, that <laughs> was I can name two then. <laughs> well, yeah, the other one you can name is probably the former Crimson Tide player.
0: Probably if you say it, I don't the West, I don't follow the West. I know nothing about the West except the Chiefs.
1: <laughs> it's cuz the Chiefs are a pain in our dicks. Yeah, metaphorically speaking. Happens.
0: Nothing happens in the West, so.
1: Derek Carr is still the starter out Oakland. That's all I got, <laughs> That's all I got Derek, is
0: Derek Carr and Jacobs.
1: Derek Carr is still the starter out in Oakland. Joshua Jacobs is the running back. The two wide receivers are Henry Ruggs, who was a rookie last season. He yep. is the former Crimson Tide, as well as Brian Edwards, who I could not tell you where he went to college because the name Brian Edwards means nothing to me.
0: I don't know I don't him. even know where he
1: went to college.
0: Nope. Those three people you named are the only ones I got for you.
1: Uh the only other person that a the only other person on the offense that I'm familiar with is Richie Incognito, and that's because he was a former Buffalo Bill. Yep and he's also known <laughs> for being something of a racist. <laughs> I mean he fits in with the Raiders franchise if you look at it that way. <laughs> I just broke Eric. Eric's Nation...
2: Don't, don't be mad at me, okay? Just we,
1: we all know where the hate mail goes, Eric. S.Garmer at gmail.com. Goddamn right. <laughs> and you know what you can use to send that hate mail, Eric? You now can I, use- happen to know, I happen to know
2: some people at Raider Nation. They're very fine people. Used to work with a couple of them. And they're the kind of people who were smart enough to go ahead and use Grammarly. Say you're going ahead and writing the articles for Raider Nation. Say you're sending that hopeful deluge of hate mails to s.garmer at gmail.com. Say that you want to follow a pattern of someone else and create a Google Doc of all of your grievances of what we say on this show. (laughs) Grammarly is right there for you. And yes, as a standalone software, as a widget that you can add to Chrome, it definitely helps you out, even if you have some more benign things, like, say, typing up a resume, sending emails to loved ones. May they be across town or halfway around the world. You got a thesis paper that you're working on. Grammarly will help with a plethora of things. And before you go ahead and shout at your screen and put in the comments, Ooh, glorified spell check. Ooh, stop right there. First of all, they may get downvoted, but second of all, no, it's not just a glorified spell check. You've got all kinds of tone, structure, rewriting sentences, a lot of other grammatical uh, issues. This goes very, very deep. Now, again, I'm a fan of going deep. I get that. But, but, you're only going to be scratching the surface... If you don't take advantage of our offer and get a lot more of the premium benefits, all you have to do is go to getgrammarly.com get slash W2M network. Save myself on that one. And you can get a free trial to all of the premium features that we just mentioned. And yes, they work on Twitter too. Getgrammarly.com slash
1: W2M network. You will thank us. We not both only not need it. <laughs> not only that, I was just about to say this software is so good, it even helps Kennedy words. <laughs> a quite a
2: Herculean task at times, so you know it's good.
1: Depends on how Leave many tru- It depends on how many truly she's into on the broadcast. Cheers. Bottoms up. All right. <laughs> uh, Eric, your thoughts on the Raiders. I mean. Are we really going
2: to see Chucky on the hot seat? Because let's face it, he should be. His whole handling of Derek Carr situation has been a mess. You're not seeing a lot of uh, draft. Well, not a lot of draft quality, although you have moments. But where is this team going except just in circles? Yes. Squares. Yes. It was great for hard knocks, and even that was underrated. If you can't have a successful season on hard knocks, what do you expect to really do in the sense of actual football? As much as I hate to see for Derek Carr, because he's being more and more undervalued despite his contract. If this team is going nowhere until you see fundamental changes across the board, Mark Davis, the balls are your court.
1: Mark Davis, don't be your father.
0: Hmm.
2: It just
1: looks like
0: Derek Carr wears eyeliner and it bothers me.
1: Well, Derek Carr's not going to be the starter for the entire season in in Vegas anyway. Marcus Mariota is taking his job by like week seven.
2: Why do I feel like I haven't heard that name in forever? Because, because the fly out of the
1: lion's been grounded. Because he got ran out of Tennessee by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan in Miami. Ryan, yeah, I was
0: like, well, I was like, it's like he's in Miami. When did that happen?
1: <laughs> wrong, wrong, Ryan. It's it, it. We are recording this at eleven thirty-one Eastern, and I have a busiest how day tomorrow, so y'all will have to forgive me for being slightly distracted. Again, if y'all again, we're recording late, on a
2: Tuesday, so that way Harry wouldn't be on assignment.
1: Yeah, if we were doing this on our normal day, I wouldn't be here tonight, and then these two would be running the AFC preview by themselves, and that all would hell terrible. would have broken loose. Not exactly. entirely.
2: <laughs> Maybe, but not entirely.
1: It would have been a train wreck of an episode, which, to be honest, this one's kind of turning into anyway. When doesn't it? That, it's an episode of the kickoff. It's kind of what we do around here. All right. Predict Predicted order of finish. Kennedy, I start with you. Oh, good Lord. Hold on. All right. We're going to go. Hold on. Denver, Kansas City, yeah, Chargers, no, I'm Raiders.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not wording. I'm thinking we're gonna go. There's a difference. Uh, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers,
2: Raiders. Eric, Chiefs. I'm gonna throw the Chargers a bone, put them in second. Then, yeah. Denver and Vegas
1: I'm going to completely agree with Eric on this one Kansas City easily might I add uh Chiefs go at least 14 and three maybe 15 and two uh Chiefs Chargers Broncos Raiders and yeah John Gruden gets fired at the end of the season
2: as much as I didn't want to see it at first yeah I'm kind of crossing my fingers for that at this point. Oh.
1: Let's take a trip to the AFC South, where we start with the dumpster fire that is the Houston Texans franchise right now. Eric <laughs> Technically speaking Deshaun <to> <laughs> Technically speaking Deshaun Watson still has a job in Houston. He's For being, now he's I being mean, rumored. He's being rumored to be traded to Philadelphia. He's also being rumored to be facing a suspension from the National Football League.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, when you have a whole bunch of lawsuits and you're copping potentially criminal charges, that's bound to happen. He would fit right in in Philadelphia.
1: Can I offer a bit of personal advice to Mr. Watson? Asian Massage Parlor.
0: I got really confused for a second because I thought you said Watkins and I was like, I'm pretty sure he knows that.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I just call them something different. I mean, granted, we all know them as Asian massage parlors, Are and you- that's the technical official term for them. But
1: Are you about to drop the rub and tug? Actually, no.
2: That's really the second most thing. I was just going to go say Jack Shack.
1: Jack Shack. I, I like that. Had- I've never heard that before, but it fits. Next to the limit. Next
0: to when my sailors need it, need it. Because we, we hit up Hong Kong and Singapore often. I'll just send them to the Jack
1: Shack. There you go. So fun fact for uh, Houston, guess who their guess who their backup quarterback is this year? Old punctured lung himself, Tyrod Taylor.
0: That that motherfucker just needs to find a team. He just needs to find a home and stay there.
1: Yeah, like, I don't dislike Taylor. I appreciate all of Taylor's contributions to Buffalo. He is the quarterback that ended the drought, lest we forget. Not the only one. He's pulling uh, a fits right now. (laughs) My my love for Andy Dalton is very well documented. We'll talk about him next week when we go to the NFC. I knew where you were going with that, Watkins. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's talk, uh, skill players in, let's talk skill players in Houston here. Mark Ingram joins David Johnson in the backfield at running back here, man. If they had a decent quarterback, that backfield might actually be something.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, say everything goes according to all that we've heard and Watson is out of town. I think that backfield could still be powerful, even with Tyrod Taylor's leadership. It doesn't matter on your leadership. You need,
0: to, I'm, I have no faith in him. I'm sorry. Anymore. He, I don't think he... If he would be starting, I don't... Houston's not going to do shit.
2: Well, I mean, they're favored by a good ways to get the number one draft pick regardless. But you at least have somewhat of a fighting chance
0: you have a, a veteran that knows what he's doing, but that doesn't mean he can perform.
1: Taylor's proven to be a perfectly competent game manager, though. The problem is, is Taylor doesn't have the, uh, the kind of offensive breakout ability that a guy like a Deshaun Watson has when Watson's head is on straight. And I'm referring to the one on the top of his body, not the one in the middle.
2: I'm about to say, because the middle one, clearly, that was straight a lot over the offseason.
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's how he got himself into this situation. Fair. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Anthony Miller, Nico Collins. Cooks was really good a couple of years ago. Anthony Miller showed potential in Chicago but never really did anything. Who the fuck is Nico Collins? I've
0: never I was like agreeing with you as you were saying those names and I was like, "Yep, yeah, nope." <laughs>
1: I mean, let's talk about maybe their biggest offensive breakout last year, being Tiki uh, Kuti. He's um, listed on the second string there. Apparently, there is high hopes for Collins in Houston, but Cootie's the one who had most of the breakout performances for the Texans last year at the offense at the wide receiver position. The tight ends are listed as Faro Brown and Jordan Aikens. What the fuck? Okay, let's talk about the defense. Oh, they don't have JJ Watt anymore. No, Eric, they don't have JJ Watt anymore. Is there really anything to talk about on this defense? No. No. Okay, that, that's a little bit of that's a little bit of a uh a mixed number there. There are a couple of players on their defense that do have some actual backing in the NFL there. The former Buffalo Bills Shaq Lawson is now a linebacker for for the Texans. And in my opinion, one of the most underrated players in the secondary in the NFL over recent years, Brandon Roby is uh, now in Houston coming from Denver. But realistically, Eric, there's not much here defensively looking at this line here. And I'll, I'll send you guys the link to our So you guys can check out these depth charts for yourselves. And we'll make sure we put a link to the depth chart page inside of the show description as well, Eric.
2: Yeah, and as we're going, you send me the link, and I can go, as you're pulling up certain teams, we can go discuss it more and have it on screen for some folks. But, okay, you've got marginal talent, marginal talent in a grand scheme in the back seven, but how the hell are you going to get to the quarterback?
1: How? Defense, uh, offensive lines had to had to focus on JJ Watt in recent years for Houston. The, the The game plan for playing Houston when you were on offense was control JJ Watt, and most of the rest of that team can't beat you. Now it's most of this team can't beat you. I,
0: I mean, the Titans are going to run over them. Sorry, I don't. Oh, no. I don't mean to. Ju- I don't mean to jump, but you're you're right. The focus was J.J. Watt. That man is an animal. Houston, they—it was mediocre talent across the board that could get things done, but J.J. Watt is the one that got things done for them. That's that's what they had, and now they don't.
2: <laughs> if you're if you're lucky, just if you're lucky, you're looking at a three and fourteen team.
1: Uh, three and fourteen might be ceiling.
2: That that's why I say if you're yeah.
1: lucky. I, I mean, don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know who they would beat besides because like I don't I didn't look at schedules this year. I know people always don't match match up wherever, whatever. But like they could beat the Jets.
1: Maybe. Maybe the Jags. And that's all I have. I'm I'm seeing a death glare coming your way from Jackson. Yep, that's the glare. That's the one I was talking about. That would be Trevor, the that you,
0: Trevor you see Lawrence. That? Is a, he's a rookie. I'm not saying he's going to do bad, but there's still things that come with being a rookie.
1: He's yeah, got a was, lot to learn. One of those things that comes with being a rookie is beating the fuck out of the Texans. Thank you. Thank you. I,
0: I'm sorry. I have a personal beef with Trevor Lawrence, and I fucking hate Trevor Lawrence. Like, if I could go. Somebody's bitter about Clemson versus and, Alabama. Th- 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 yeah. All right. All right. 28. 19, 19, well, it was the 20th in 2019, but was a very bitter year for me. And he just looks stupid.
2: ACC! ACC! ACC!
0: And you know the Jets should have had him instead of you guys, but they had to go and win one fucking game.
2: Thank you! Hey, hey, okay, I, so then, let me ask I still owe Randy a whole bunch of gratitude for his team, it down. Fucking up, winning that game, gave us clear sailing.
1: Thank you. Let me ask you a question, Kennedy. Would you rather we have to play Lawrence twice in a season?
0: Yes, because I would rather have Josh Allen just stick his nutsack on Trevor Lawrence's face.
1: The views and opinions of Kennedy Eddings do not necessarily reflect those of the W2M Network and or its sponsors. You're welcome.
2: (laughs) Let's move well, now. Granted, if you do, however, condone tea bagging, maybe we can get Lipton as a sponsor. You don't know. See, I so did something here. So they don't reflect here. the views of our current sponsors.
1: Hm. I feel like this is a situation with Domino's and the pizza cutter on AEW all over again. <laughs> all right, let's move forward. Let's go north, young man and young lady. And in mm-hmm. this instance, we're going north to Indianapolis where the starting quarterback is Carson. Oh, wait, oh. he's hurt already? Well, Son of a bitch. The Didn't starting they sign is... some rando? The starting quarterback is Jacob Eason. He of Washington like three seasons ago. And if you understand. don't remember the name Jacob Eason, you're not alone because I had to Google it. Cool. Yeah, I remember I Jacob know. Eason. Not a lot of them, but I remember. <sighs> a series of offensive weapons at wide receiver granted. TY Hilton who's always come up big for me in fantasy football some respect to TY. Michael Pittman Jr., the former Ohio State Buckeye, Paris Campbell, also a former Ohio State Buckeye. These guys really love their fucking Buckeyes, Jesus.
2: I mean, Indiana,
1: Ohio, Wisconsin border. for Jonathan Taylor, who is another <laughs> guy who did not get the credit he deserved for the season he had last year. I just learned Indiana touched Ohio like a year ago,
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was over there, Eric.
1: Apparently, she can't geography either.
2: So she can't words. Uh, she can't places.
1: I'm from Buffalo. Leave me alone. We're right. Oh, technically, Pennsylvania is in between Ohio, Ohio and, and New York. I knew that one. All right, whatever. Let's let's talk. Let's talk Indianapolis. Um Truth be told, outside of Darius Leonard, there's not a whole lot on the defense to be concerned about. DeForest Buckner on occasion shows up, but not always. And I think you'll agree with me there, Eric. I I really do. That's why I was actually part
2: scared, but part thankful that Darius Leonard got paid. Because I mean He was going to be a nightmare one way or another, but now that he's the only nightmare from that team, it puts me to sleep at night.
1: Yeah, legit. I'm looking at the defense, and I'm like, who the fuck are most of these people?
2: (laughs) How many times have we said that before?
1: (laughs) That the damn truth. Jesus. Like, don't get me wrong. I follow pro football, but I don't follow it enough to know the defensive players for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I'm Uh, with you on that one. All right, so here's the thing with Indianapolis. With Carson Wentz at the helm, I honestly thought that Indianapolis was a threat to win the AFC South. With Carson Wentz injured for at least the first, what was it, Eric? 11 weeks of the season?
2: A 5 to 12 week injury timetable, but let's face it. Probably closer probably to the closer back end. The 12.
1: Yeah, probably mm-hmm. closer to the back end of that to 5 to 12. So week 10, week, whenever their bye week is, he'll probably come back after the bye week, I would imagine.
0: You were going to take the Colts over the Titans?
1: Yes, I was. I took the Colts over the Titans last year, too, because I believed in Phillip Rivers. Uh, he's which, got, he's which got
2: a soft spot in my heart. Phillip Rivers has come out and said he's not officially going to go ahead and retire. If a team needs a guy this season...
1: The Colts. Weird. The Colts. <laughs> So Phillip Rivers will be under center week one for Indianapolis Got it It's it's goddamn sure not going to be Jacob Eason if we're being honest with ourselves I still don't fucking know who that is Jacob Eason and did they
2: get Ellinger out of Texas?
1: Yeah, Sam Ellinger, but uh, he's actually listed at third string The backup to Eason is actually listed as the former UCLA Brew and Brett Hundley I don't know any of these people. Ellinger I, Ellinger, I remember, because Ellinger had some monster games with the Longhorns. Yeah,
2: Ellinger, I remember. Brent Hundley, I remember. UCLA and his cup of coffee as the backup in Green Bay. Eason, forgettable. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: All right, Eric, let's head over to the beast of the South. Then I think we can all agree on this here. The team to beat in this division, the Tennessee Titans.
2: Derek Henry, please come home. Please. Oh,
1: you're giving yes. up. You're giving up on the running on Travis Etienne already?
2: I'm not saying I'm giving up on Travis Etienne, but I'm sorry. How many times have I had to sit through the highlights of that? fucking man-child stiff-arming us. If <laughs> I see a 99-yard right run one more damn time, okay. I'm going to punch somebody.
1: Okay, to be fair, as many times as you've seen that, we've probably seen Josh Norman getting stiff-armed into chill, a Libyan. Chill, chill.
2: That was one fucking fair.
1: time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah i <I've-> am <laughs> Yeah, I've done again. things one time and I still don't leave them down now, do I, Harry? He went up against a
0: refrigerator with arms and legs. It was not his fault. He did he his best. He
1: into the Twilight Zone.
0: <laughs> he tried You can literally
1: best. see him going, Wah! as he was getting thrown. You leave Josh Norman alone. You, you do realize what happened, Kennedy. Josh Norman got yeeted by Derrick Henry. I know. I know, but he
0: tried his very best, and that's what matters.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he tried, and he
1: failed miserably.
2: So the point is, we are going up chill. against Derrick Henry, never
1: try. <laughs> he tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it didn't really matter. I, <laughs> I hate you. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Hashtag music man chiming in here on the kickoff. All right, um, Eric. As a resident of the AFC South, I have a very scary proposition for you. You ready? No. But well, too bad, because you have to be. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, all in the same offense.
2: <laughs> Are you Nerd. trying to make me cry? Are you trying to just reach <laughs> down my throat and pull out my liver?
1: Don't
0: worry. Trevor gonna- Lawrence will get it done for you.
2: Well, hey, 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 I am being reasonable when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. I am just saying, oh, oh my God. And the fact that I can just hear my friend Kenny, who's a Titans fan, never say things in private conversations or they'll end up as banners on Twitter. It's going to be another one of those years.
0: (laughs) I have personal beef with the Titans still, but I can't wait to watch Trevor
1: Lawrence get shemacked. By them. Are, are, are we still bitter about the Music City Miracle? Because I know I fucking am. Yeah, so am I. Just fuck this organization in general, really. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> um, I will say one thing that we can unfuck them for. So obviously Tannehill's the starter in Tennessee, not Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> but guess who the new backup is in Tennessee, Kennedy? I feel like I know this. Former Buffalo Bill Matt Barkley, oh,
2: the man yeah. who filled
1: in for Josh Allen when Allen got, I married. know. I like me some Matt Barkley. Barkley did serviceable when he filled in for Allen too. He I, did. I would have loved to have kept him, but no, we had to go ahead and get fucking Mitch Trubisky as our backup. <laughs> I'm not ma- like I'm not mad at that
0: though. I'll take Trubisky over Barkley.
1: I won't. Give me Barkley every day
2: of the week. I, lo- and, I and love that Barkley. that but... from Kennedy Edding, sponsored by your local Buffalo area Mazda Miata dealers.
0: Hm. <laughs> nah, I think, I don't know, man. Barkley, we'll get... he
1: was good and solid, but we'll get there, though. We'll get to Buffalo here in a few moments. I'm just saying, Trubisky can get fucked with a rusty spork. A spork? That's right. That's how little now... I think I'm Trubisky. Not a
0: Saffoon. Oh
1: shit! So, <laughs> Eric, it gets worse. Of course it does. Yeah, we mentioned I, we mentioned Bud Dupree's effect on the Pittsburgh Steelers last season. Yeah, guess, guess where, he where he signed? The
2: fuck he went.
1: Guess where he <laughs> signed in the
2: offseason?
1: <laughs> We're making Eric's Tuesday night very bitter.
2: Hey, no, no, you just wait. There's beer in the fridge, and I'm going to purposefully get up so you can see me go get that beer.
0: I see tears forming. I see it.
2: <laughs> They're getting there. They're getting there.
1: Lonely. He's Mr. Lonely. No one in the division. to call a friend.
2: You know... Might have to make a couple of messages once we're done here. Uh, reach out to a special little someone. You
0: know it would be great. If Trevor Lawrence got Joe burrowed,
2: that would make me happy. Ooh, your face just popping. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um,
1: the co-host back
2: on. We could be looking for a new co-host
1: here on the kickoff. So
2: why please inquire how within.
1: Dare so that uh, you. Resumes go to squidsportshead at gmail.com. Hate mail goes to s.garmer. You can't you can't replace me. I mean you can, but you can't. Um yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, granted, the rest of the defense doesn't look that intimidating on paper. Janoris Jenkins has had a series of good seasons. Uh, obviously Dupree. Uh Caleb Farley's the first round draft pick, and he's gonna slot right in at cornerback. But the thing about it is, is this team plays a 3-4. This team plays a uh what is it? A three four is this a three I'm I'm lost. Hold on. You can't there,
2: numbers.
1: I can't that's <laughs> I, I can't. why I'm
2: here, but I'm pretty sure it is a three-four.
1: It's a 3-4-4, four, four, but it looks like they have five defensive starters listed. It's like a nickel. Oh, because they actually have a nickel back listed. Okay, that's why. <laughs> you said nickel back. Underrated, don't <laughs> care. Bring the hate. Go ahead. Don't care. I listen. What up, motherfuckers? So do I. Look, some so of the those first concert back, I went to.
2: Some of those nickelback songs aren't entirely that bad. I mean, that is something else that Canada, yeah. We accept them.
1: With all due respect to Nickelback, though, Default is better if you're listening to Canadian rock bands.
2: I don't think
0: anyone intentionally listens to Canadian rock bands.
1: Rush would like to have a word with you because they did really, really well in the States. <laughs> I'm
2: just... Listen to the music man over there. <laughs>
1: I'm just... All right, Eric. I am officially seating the floor here. Jags. Okay. Your 2021 Jacksonville Jaguars preview. Here's Eric Watkins.
2: All right. For all the good that the Jaguars did in not screwing up and getting Trevor Lawrence, that's great. Urban Meyer, he may not entirely feel like he knows what he's doing, especially on the Travis Etienne front, but let me tell you, not only a very good back, but more and more practice and dedication that having him as an extra wide receiver, so that way James Robinson can also sort of match it and improve his performance in the backfield, I'm all for. And yes, I know right out of the gate, our tight ends are shit. Yes, it still wouldn't surprise me if Tebow somehow made the roster as a tight end. But honestly, even with the greatness that is Florida man Gardner Minshew, the man who has said... Number two means nothing to him. He hasn't taken a shit in weeks. We love that level of competitive spirit, and we love our odd ducks. So, yes, we're going to have at least some level of stability. Granted, wide receiver with the issues with DJ Chark, I'm not entirely worried. I think Trevor is going to build some chemistry with them. So we're going to be still better than competent offense. Now, I am a little bit worried about the whole C.J. Henderson situation defensively. Yes, he hasn't been practicing. A Little bit of a hit in our secondary. Yes, we have still fallen a tremendous sway from our peak just four short years ago, but I have said I've got a number in mind for this team and where they finish in the division, and I feel good about this. Rome was not built in a day. We are notorious for ebbs and flows, but I'm not going to be as miserable as I was last season, and that is progress. That is progress. As a Bills fan, that
0: is progress.
1: You know, I, it's, it's funny that he says that because we kind of found ourselves in a similar situation just a couple of years ago when QB1 Josh Allen was drafted in Buffalo. The, the, st- the stepping stones were in place. Yeah, and we weren't
2: wishing for him to get horribly injured. Now, were we? Let the record state that I did I not said Chris- what I said.
1: Let the record state that I did not wish physical harm on Trevor Lawrence. I actually like Trevor Lawrence, because fuck that. I will do it my you,
2: damn self. You, 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 Harry, are officially absolved. Do not get me wrong. You were excluded from that. Besides, I swear, yeah, yeah, well, We talked about the Florida preview. I might be changing one or two of my predictions as we go ahead and wrap things up.
1: I thought it was a T-Rex. No, that was was Alberta Gator. It was a Gator. Yes, Alberta Gator. Albert will make an appearance during the regular season episodes, I'm sure. Albatross Gator. She's not funny.
2: Yeah now, now do you want to get a couple of those resumes that kind of filter through my inbox you, Harry? You, you
0: have to stop threatening with firing me. I don't appreciate it.
1: <laughs> uh projected order of finish, Eric. What do you got?
2: Oh uh, well, especially with the Wentz injury. I can't believe I'm fucking saying this again. Tennessee won. Honestly, I think the Colts are going to have enough of a hit to where, even though I have the Jaguars finishing below five hundred, still right around in that seven and ten range. With the Colts being potentially that bad, lacking at quarterback, Jaguars two, Colts three, and Houston will be on the clock.
1: Mm. Kennedy, projected order of finish for the AFC South.
0: Titans, Colts, Jags, Texans. Titans,
1: Colts, Jags, Texans.
2: Again, if you still had a better situation under center in Indianapolis, that were going to be my thoughts all It's day. not going to be
1: Jacob Easton. I think we can all agree on that.
2: Yeah, we know still it's not going, know going to be Jacob is. Easton, okay. But, I mean, you've built this whole situation around the relationship with Frank Reich and Carson Wentz. Now what? I mean, yeah, if Phillip Rivers walks through that door, okay. Second place all the way. Are you really going to make that call? Hmm.
1: All right, Kennedy, we head over to the AFC East, and you go first for the AFC East, but we will save the class of this division for last. Okay. Much the same way we did with the Jaguars for Eric, the Bills will wrap up the AFC East discussion for both of us. We start with the team that I do believe is the biggest threat to Buffalo this year, and I am referring to the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think it's a mistake to not keep Fitzpatrick. Me too. I think Tagovailoa has potential, but I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. The former Indianapolis Colt, as previously discussed just recently there, Jacoby Brissett is the backup in Miami. And if you're trying to tell me that Jacoby Brissett equals Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah, no. There no. are there are weapons available in, in Miami, though. Devontae Parker proved that he's a number one wide receiver last year. Will Fuller, when healthy and not on steroids, not suspended. <laughs> yeah, is actually a very good wide receiver. Miles Gaskin had a very good rookie season for Miami last year. There is potential on this Dolphins offense, but the problem is is that potential does not always necessarily equal reality. Don't don't sleep on Waddle. Just have to say that. Wait. Oh, he's actually listed as a backup. Behind as a away. starter with waddle, the ESPN. <laughs>
2: he's
1: he's listed as a backup behind Albert Wilson on the R Lads depth chart. Oh, he's sitting above Jakeem Grant on
0: what I'm looking well, at.
1: Uh Grant is also listed as a backup for the R Lads chart as well. So
2: hmm. Hmm. I guess we'll see when we start. And he waddled <laughs> away. Waddle waddle. Right waddle. Waddle <laughs> on over to the bench. Bump, bump 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 bump.
0: I sing that song to my son when I give him Tylenol because it's grape flavored.
1: I have a question for you, Eric. (laughs) Just out of curiosity, got any grapes? (laughs) No. Waddle, waddle, waddle. I I got that reference. How about that? The the person without a kid getting the reference too? Yeah, that's like 2012.
2: I mean, that you. No, I don't have a kid
1: that you know of.
2: Well. No, they no. I would have known.
1: Nah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so. here's the thing. Here's the thing with Miami though. Miami is going to rise and fall based on their defense and what happens in this the situation with Xavier and Howard. No,
2: I mean, yeah, because for yeah, the things that supposed we have
1: to go first.
2: Well, she didn't say anything. What I was just mean? waiting.
0: <laughs> So Xavier Howard years- made <laughs> made their defense last year, but every year is a new year. You never know. So I have – I can't even pronounce homie's last name, but who I have is Noah something that starts with an I right now in spot for Xavier Howard. But still, I don't know who's going to match what he did last year for the Dolphins. Yeah, Cheers good job,
1: you- babe. <laughs> here's, the, um, here's the big hit for Miami If Miami loses Howard They lose the ability to cover Buffalo's wide receiving core Yes Because Xavier yes. Howard on Stephon Diggs is a fair matchup for Miami Byron Jones on Stephon Diggs mean Byron Jones is going to get burnt like yesterday's toast Yep
0: Um I'm just
1: looking up again at their
0: offense and what you said. I don't think I love Tua. I love Tua when he played for Bama. I'm happy he was, you know, I I know he was going to be draft worthy, but after his leg and everything that he was draft worthy, and he got there, but I don't think he's going to thrive in the NFL, and I don't think Miami is honestly as much of a threat as people think they are to us.
1: Definitely not as much of a threat as they could be if Howard ends up leaving. Eric, your thoughts.
2: Yeah, with Howard, your defense is basically gone. And as far as with the whole Dago vailoa thing, it's basically put up or shut up. If he is really this confident coming back from his hip injury, now that he's had, even with this under his belt, now that he doesn't have the safety net of Fitzmagic there, If he doesn't open it up and show that he can throw it down the field anywhere close to how he was able to do it at Bama, he's done. And if he can't throw it down the field, constant check downs and slant routes and passes to the sideline, Miami's going to be dog shit. It's a shame, but they really are.
1: New England is improved. That is not to say New England is good again, because honestly, there's not a whole lot that scares me with the Patriots franchise right now. Cam Newton proved that Cam Newton does not work in the Bill Belichick system last year. Will Mac Jones work in the Bill Belichick system? We'll have to see. Time will tell. But Newton remains the starter in New England, and I think that that is a disservice to the Patriot franchise. Uh, The wide receiving core of Kendrick Bourne, the former San Francisco 49er, Nelson Aguilar, the former Vegas Raider and Philadelphia Eagle, and Jacoby Myers.
2: As he stares wantonly into the Yeah, I was making sure
0: that I wasn't the only one that had him frozen. Well, uh, all right, I'll go I'll go off that. Um there aren't really any names on here for the Pats that scare me, even with their defense. I mean, they have the ones I focus on the most are Hightower, McCordy, and Gilmore and Gilmore's even out right now.
1: Yeah, Gilmore's so listed on just, the PUP list. Oh, there you are. Um I think I'm back.
0: There's not Yeah, you're back. There's not too many um names that scare me. I don't think I love Alabama. You know I'm an Alabama fan, but Alabama quarterbacks don't come out and show out. They don't. Um
2: she said it, so don't my, say that I'm gonna shit on people no my, my counterpart here
0: says that Mac Jones is perfect for the system. I wanna believe that I don't as a Bills fan. Um <laughs> he's very passionate about this right now um shut up so um as a as a bills fan I don't want the past to succeed as an Alabama fan it would be cool to see an Alabama quarterback go and thrive somewhere and if it's gonna be the Patriots which apparently my household believes that that is where he belongs so um but I don't think Cam Newton isn't a isn't the plug in for the Patriots and they need to figure something out soon. If Bill wants to continue his uh, reign.
1: Uh, the big good news for you out of the pitch, out of the Patriots organization this year, Eric is the signing of Johnny Smith at tight end, which takes him away from the Tennessee Titans.
2: Yeah. Which, Hey, that's one weapon potentially neutralized. It's fantastic. But I mean, again, Kennedy has said it best. We've seen this Patriots offense with Cam Newton and I even went in the last season saying it was going to be okay, but it was really going to be terrible because he doesn't really have the weapons and I don't really know if that's changed much. Now, is he going to be the starter for a prolonged period of time? Maybe. Is back Jones going to come in early? Maybe. And even if he does, I don't see him setting the world on fire. So for really the first time in Belichick's New England coaching career, he's in the midst of a very strong rebuild. So yeah, you're going to get marginal improvement, but the margins are just going to be slim.
1: Yeah, one could argue that. Uh, one could argue that this is a team that could be in danger of finishing 500 or worse again, depending on Newton's performance. I don't dislike Mac Jones. I. Here's my thing with Mac Jones. Mac Jones was a one year starter at Bama because of everybody that's come in front of him. Jones had a very good one year in Bama, a, a college football national championship obviously speaks for itself. But I would argue that the majority of that college football national championship came on the coattails of Jalen Waddell and Najee Harris more so than Mac Jones himself. Kennedy, agree or disagree? You're muted.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, he's obviously a uh, great college quarterback, but it's it's going to be hit or miss whether he can play up to NFL caliber.
1: Newton is not the answer in New England. We saw that last season, and I think attempting to continue this experiment a second season is doing a disservice to the to the uh, New England Patriot franchise. However, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to this because as much as I don't want to admit it, Belichick finds a way. Belichick has found a way before with subpar talent in an offensive system that admittedly had a superstar quarterback. Now the question is, is with improved talent around a substandard quarterback, will the Patriot way be enough? We'll talk about the Patriots a little bit more when we go into our predictions for the standings in the division. A little bit later on in this broadcast, but for now, Kennedy. (sighs) We said Houston was a dumpster fire,
0: man.
1: (laughs) This Jets franchise may be just as big, if not a bigger dumpster fire than Houston.
0: I don't. I really don't see them getting a win this season. They have absolutely zero depth. I was looking. They have. They don't. There's no depth within this team, and it's just. It's just sad to look at. I don't know if you guys looked at it. It's just not great.
1: I'm pulling up their starting lineup right now. LaMichael P. Ryan is a starting running back in the National Football League. Yikes. I don't
0: know. This one might not be updated. Hold on. Oh, there we go.
1: Starting wide receivers are of Corey Davis, who actually showed flashes at Tennessee, but never really did anything. The former Western Michigan Bronco. Denzel Mims, again, flashes, but has never really amounted to anything. And Jamison Crowder, who has been bounced around this league more than a whore on payday. That's
0: the only one that I can like see doing maybe
1: something for that team. Starting tie is Christopher Herndon. I'm going to have to Google Christopher Herndon to learn more about him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> And if you guys listened to our draft episode, which was one of the last episodes of season four, you'll know that I am on the record stating that I think Zach Wilson is going to be the biggest bust in this draft.
0: I don't disagree.
1: I don't see anything with Zach Wilson. I don't. I think he's entitled. I think he's spoiled. I think that he had opportunities handed to him at BYU because of the situation BYU found itself in with a subpar Mountain West conference. I don't see it for Zach Wilson. Um, the sad thing is, is even their backup quarterback doesn't really strike any fear into you. Morgan? I have a Mike White. Mike White is listed at third string for me. I have James Morgan second.
0: Okay. And a Josh Johnson.
1: <laughs> yeah, Josh Johnson is listed as fourth string. Yeah. Um... Tevin, I, Coleman, Tevin Coleman, the backup running back, actually did have some success in San Francisco. The problem is some success in San Francisco means he had an offensive line in San Francisco, which we saw the abilities from um, – what's his name for San Fran before he got hurt? Garoppolo? Garoppolo, thank you. I don't know why I blanked on Jimmy Garoppolo's name, but that means he actually had something resembling an offensive line in San Francisco. There's no such thing in New York. You mentioned Houston being the worst team in the conference, Eric, 1A, 1B. Now look. No, I think I Houston have spoke- would
2: beat the Jets, 100%. I have spoken to a very fine former co-host, and I he is on vacation this week, but I do listen to the r Sports Report, klcz.com, over the summer, Facebook and YouTube. Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, 6 to 8 Pacific. That said, in conversation with him, I made an assurance on what particular prediction I would make for his team. As a man of my word, I am going to stand by that prediction. I'm not going to stand by it as much as I would have 24 or 48 hours ago, but I am going to stick to that. That being said, it would not surprise me if they fell short. Randy, you wanted me to say that they would win at least five games? They will win five games. (laughs) That is all I'm going to say about that. I have done
1: my job. They're not sniffing five. They're not sniffing five. Let's be honest.
2: Um, did I say I have to believe what I said? I just promised I would say it.
1: (laughs) Three at the most. There's literally nothing on this. Wait, wins?
0: Are we talking about wins?
1: Yes. No. Three at the most. Sure. Randy, take
2: note what the other co hosts are saying. I kept my promise. Like, oh, you see these two on the side of the screen? Blame them. Them.
1: He's lying through his goddamn teeth. To tell you five, whatever helps him sleep at (laughs) night, I guess. Defensively, uh, CJ Mosley, not bad. That's it. That's it. Sheldon it (laughs) Sheldon Rankin's hit and miss. He's had flashes, but he's never really been consistent. There's nothing else on that defense that scares me.
0: And two people a, can't make up a defense, so.
1: Going to be a long year in the Meadowlands.
0: You and Houston can go at it, Randy. For a worse team in
1: the NFL. Do yourself a favor, Randy. Don't beat Houston and you can have the number one pick. Unlike last or, year. Or, you know, you could hand it on a silver platter to them like you did last year to Jacksonville. That works Thank too. you. Dumbasses. I like how Eric popped in right as I said that to to once again say thank you for doing so. Uh, Kennedy, are you ready to
0: specifically words? I can specifically words right now.
1: Oh, I like the fact that we went to the three wide screen there. Eric yeah, I start. like that. This nice I touch. like this. Thank you. N- nice Well, touch. I
2: figure I can't leave you two on the sidelines because you're talking about your team, so. <laughs>
1: you're defending AFC runner-ups, the Buffalo Bills. Because <laughs> nobody
2: circles the wagons.
1: <laughs> Josh Allen got fucking paid. Paid. Six years, $258 million, Eric.
2: Yes, yes.
1: That is with 150 of it guaranteed. And surprisingly enough, despite the fact that Allen got as many bucks as he did, it's still a very team-friendly contract, which should allow them to be able to negotiate with keeping people like Stefan Diggs when his contract comes up, keeping people like Cole Beasley when his contract comes up, assuming Cole can keep his mouth shut long enough to be resigned. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, Beasley, you're killing me. Yeah. Offensively, like I mentioned in Kansas City, the only position that Buffalo scares me is at running back. Yep. Because Singletary and Zach Moss last year did combined. Jack and shit. Yep. I believe in Moss this season though. I think Moss is either going to
0: take the fuck off.
1: I disagree. I think the I think the breakout'll be I think the breakout'll be Singletary. Do you see the shape that Singletary has gotten himself into? Yes.
0: Yes. But I think Zach Moss will, I'm not saying maybe not both, but I think this is the season now. Zach Moss, Zach Moss is either going to show and prove his worth or not. And I'm hoping it's obviously the better of the two, but I think this is it. I don't think Singletary is going to be, you can get yourself in as good shape as you want. I don't know. I'm over Singletary personally. I think Zach Moss can be our key to our future.
1: I think it was a mistake in the draft. I generally feel this way. For as much as you may not like him for what he did to you guys two seasons ago, I genuinely think that Travis Etienne was the answer for Buffalo because his style of running fits our offense.
2: No, we're good. We're good. Y'all did A-OK in that move.
1: Instead, it is a former Miami Hurricane coming to Buffalo with the first-round pick and seemingly fitting in very well already – By buying people Buffalo wings, because that's what you do. You're welcome. That's what you do. (laughs) Gregory Russo is now a Buffalo (laughs) our defensive line. Hype. And that's a big man. Here's my thing with our defense. We have one of the biggest game-breaking potential defensive players in the league, Ed Oliver. This dude was a fucking stud in college but he has not been used properly in Buffalo because we haven't found a full-time spot for him. Ed Oliver is going to start in our defense now as the Bills are going to run a 4-3. The starting lineup for Buffalo's defense is Jerry Hughes with Russo backing him up, Vernon Butler, who just came over from Carolina, Ed Oliver, and Mario Addison. That defensive line is solid. If they can stay fucking healthy. Our entire secondary returns intact, including, in my opinion, and you guys can bash me if you want to. I don't care. S.Garmer at gmail.com for the hate mail. Tradavius White is the best cornerback in the NFL right now. I- Go ahead, Go ahead, Eric. Say it. I mean, <laughs> I can't say best.
0: Not
2: top the worst. Three? Top three. Top, top three. three. I will give you top three. I can't say best.
1: He's better. He's better than Jalen Ramsey.
2: Well, yeah, but fuck Jalen Ramsey. So you can say that all you want. Drinks,
1: all right, who are you, truck, you putting ab- out of curiosity. How did that
2: work out for you?
1: Out of curiosity, who are you putting above Tradavius? When tredavius is healthy, let me Add that caveat because White did suffer some injuries last season. Who are you putting above Tredavious? I would honestly, and again,
2: malcontent Howard.
1: I think White I, is a better, I think White is a better straight up defender than Xavier Howard is. Howard
2: and Ramsey. Ramsey. See, I wouldn't even know necessarily about Ramsey. I think. When he was at his peak with us, yes. Since he's gone to LA again, putting down the hater raid, he's taken a step back.
0: I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's by a, a, a mile, right? But I either very it's it's very close. But I wouldn't say that Tre'Davious White is the best cornerback in
1: the I NFL. Actually, do need to make a bit of a correction on myself. It is not a four three in Buffalo. It is a four two five. It's a steady nickel. But defense is going to be the key for Buffalo this season, and I think you can agree with me on this, Kennedy. Our defense took a massive step back last season. Yes. We went from being a top three defense for the prior four seasons – to being middle of the pack last year, I think I looked up. I think I looked up the numbers in the group chat. Buffalo was 16th in yards against, 14th in scoring. That can't happen again.
0: Between COVID and injuries last year, we just got absolutely railed. That's fair.
2: In a bad way.
0: In in a bad, not in a good way. <laughs> in, a, in a bad way. If we can keep our start, and I know obviously injuries are going to happen, but I mean. Less than last year, if we can keep our starting lineup healthy, it is going to be a very, very interesting year when we play the Titans. Cause I'm not, I'm not going to put it past the Titans. Obviously bills by a billion every time we play, but I'm not going to put it past the Titans and obviously Kansas city, but I think we can do it. We have the tools this year. If everybody stays healthy to put Kansas city in their place.
1: I think Tennessee is a revenge game for us this season. Because we had that whole bullshit delay with the NFL last year. Yep. Ended up playing them on a Tuesday night and got absolutely fucking reamed. Yep. On a Tuesday night national broadcast. I honestly think that when we play Tennessee this year, it's Buffalo's chance to smack them in the mouth.
0: Yep. I think we I think we can do it this year. Everyone Kansas stays healthy and good. We can we got it.
1: It's hard to bet against Kansas City.
0: The AFC, Just, I'm saying.
1: We'll, we'll yeah, specify no, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick to the AFC for this year. It's hard to bet against Kansas City, but mm-hmm. if there is a team in the AFC that can stand toe-to-toe, talent for talent with the Kansas City Chiefs right now, I don't think there's any question it's the Buffalo Bills.
2: I mean, I will go ahead as the outsider for this part of the show. Hashtag bet on Bovada. Bovada.lv. Take your Bitcoin. Take your money. Bills-Chiefs rematch. AFC title game. Yep. Simple.
1: Here's the question, though. Can we get that game in Buffalo this season? I don't know, and the reason I say that is I think Buffalo's out-of-conference schedule is harder than Kansas City's. The Bills yeah. get the, the, the <laughs> NFC South this year. Atlanta, Carolina, I'm pretty sure it's Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and...
0: Why are you worried about Atlanta? New
1: Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, we do get the NFC South this year. Kansas City plays the NFC. Eric, help me out here. It doesn't matter who Kansas City plays. The NFC North. Yeah, it does matter because the North is fucking garbage. No, but that's what I'm saying. But, like, regardless,
0: Kansas City is going to beat 99% of who are they going to play that's outside of...
2: Now... But here's the rub, though. But Harry does bring up a good point with Kansas City against the NFC North. The Chiefs are basically
1: looking for three and one. I'd say say three and one's a disappointment against the NFC North if you're Kansas City. You still got Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Uh, Sorry, no, not the North, the East. I'm sorry, my mistake. Oh, the, the NFC East. Oh, yeah. Dallas, Washington, Philly, and the Giants. So yeah,
2: that does matter because if they're the NFC East, that's four and zero. Whereas Our with star- you guys and the Bills, it'll against be interesting. The
1: NFC South two and two.
2: Our it'll schedule
1: in- is not that hard. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Buffalo plays Tampa Bay, because well, Brady yeah. has al- Brady has always been a bugaboo for Buffalo. I will. So
0: I'll say our hardest games. We have the Packers. I mean, Steelers is always a good go, but I'm going to give a Steelers. So Packers is going to be one.
1: We don't play the Packers this year. Oh, wait. We we might play them in our crossover game.
0: I'm looking Mm -hmm. at it right now. We play the Packers. The Packers, Chiefs, Titans is going to be a good go. And the Saints, Bucks. The rest of it is a wash. We got Lions,
1: Bears. Okay, uh, Lions, Bears, Packers, or preseason, Kennedy? Well, I'm going off the whole thing. but those games I get, Okay,
0: I know it doesn't matter, but I'm just saying. It matters to me, and my husband argues with this to me, too. It matters to me.
1: It is kind of funny that we play everybody else in the NFC North except for the Vikings in the preseason. Right.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'll go off. Excuse me for adding my preseason thoughts on it. I count the preseason. So I'll You're go fine. with Steelers. Because I think that's it's going to be a good game. I'm going to give it to us, but Steelers is going. We're going to have to work for the Steelers,
1: the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Saints. Bucks. I don't think the Saints are that big of an issue. I think the, I think the Buccaneers are. I don't think the we Saints don't. are that big of an issue without Breeze. Falcons are. Oh, I forgot about that.
0: I love me some Taysom Hill though. Um, the Falcons are going to be a wash. The Panthers are going to be a wash. Jags are going to be a wash.
1: Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Eric. No,
2: no, no offense. <laughs> you see, I even had to retire the whole ten to three thing. I accept certain L's.
0: And At Washington's going to be a wash. I just don't want
2: Josh Allen to go ahead and get hurt. Now, do I?
0: Sorry, I hate Trevor. There's, there's, there's history. But Washington's going to be a wash too. Our season is not going to be that hard.
1: Yeah, you know, Chiefs obviously have an easier, easier season than us, but. Well, that's that's kind of the point that I'm raising, though. My biggest concern is quality of opposition gives Kansas City the probable advantage and would put the AFC championship game once again in arrowhead.
0: But no matter who they play, it's going to be easy. I guess there's teams like us that can give them a run. There's a team like Bucks that can give them a run. But all in all, no matter who the Chiefs play, it's gonna be an easy season for them.
2: But but this but this is exactly leading to Harry's point. If you get the Chiefs that fateful day, what would it be? End of January, AFC I'm, Championship game?
1: Uh, yeah. January 30th, I believe, would be the date.
2: Okay. So if you, that fateful day, if the Chiefs are coming into Orchard Park, I give the Bills much more of a chance. We're going to be rabid. That There's going to be tables to on ground. fire in the parking lot. I would want to be there. I will be there. I will take leave and go. (laughs) But to Harry's point with Kansas City, and you even said it yourself, the fact that they're going to have that easier schedule, you're going to have to make the trek west to Arrowhead again. Just about any odds maker, you're looking at at least three points. At least three points in Kansas City's favor. Probably... Probably as many as five.
0: Hey, but the shit can be done.
1: All right. right, I'm so, saying It
2: can't be done. It can be but done, you would man. have to admit yourself more of an uphill battle going there than them coming to your house. Oh, absolutely. I,
1: I just looked up. I just looked up the two marquee games that Kennedy referred to earlier for us. Kansas City, Tennessee. Here's going to be the problem for that Tennessee game. We catch Tennessee the week after we play Kansas City. Oh. Yeah. That's not Wait. that's not good. It's not great. The good news is going into the Kansas City game, though, Buffalo plays Houston, which should be an easy win. Note the key word in that sentence, should. Kansas City plays Philadelphia, who is likely to put up more of a fight than Houston is. Absolutely. Both of those games, the Kansas City game and the Tennessee game, our national broadcast.
0: As long as there's no stupid COVID bullshit going on where we get pushed and pulled and everyone gets run like ran the fuck around this season. That's a hard schedule. But even if, knock on fucking wood, if we get a loss to Kansas City and then we're going into the Titans and we have beef with the Titans anyways, I have faith in us. Even if we do get a little beat up in that Chiefs game, we're not losing to the fucking Titans.
2: That's why It's going to be giving? a
0: good game. But we're not going to lose to the fucking Titans.
2: This is why I'm giving you a split in those two games. I think it's too much of an ask to win both, but you're Mm -hmm. not going to lose both.
0: No. I would rather beat the Chiefs. Here's my problem. I would rather beat the Chiefs, but.
1: Here's my problem for this game. these games on the back-to-back as well. Guess where both games are. I'm assuming
0: Arrowhead and whatever the fuck else it's called.
1: Nissan Stadium. Thank you. Formal, formerly mun- municipal stadium but yes hey both man games, we got
0: to we got to take it as it's coming there's nothing that can on stop the road. this that team. is what
2: she said harry she there literally nothing said it.
0: that can stop this team this season like we say that bills fans say that every single fucking year but like i said minus the the covid shit that's going to happen and if our defense can stay healthy like we man mm. as, as
1: I said earlier in the show, Eric, Dolson 4. <laughs> that dude was such a gangster. I think it, it kind of sucks that they lost in the finals.
0: I think if there's going to be a time to do it, now that we have every like, oh, it's just the healthy thing, man. I want to speak so confidently on it, but our fucking defense likes to shit the bed. But if our defense can just. Do our our defense things that we usually
1: do, man? There's the last advantage for Buffalo, and I do want to talk about this as well because I think this is key. Kansas City cannot say this. Buffalo can. Both of our coordinators from last season returned this year. We get Brian Dable back as the offensive coordinator who has been the Josh Allen whisperer these last two seasons. I know, but I hate him. <laughs> we get Leslie Frazier back as the defensive coordinator who had yep. led that this Bills organization to those top three finishes in the prior four seasons before last year. Significant yep.
2: miracles given the coaching carousel.
1: They're so yeah. glad. <laughs> there is full-on all-facts, no-printer potential with this Bills franchise. <laughs> and I just popped Kennedy with that. I don't care. <sighs> um, Projected order of finish. Obviously, all of us are picking the Bills to win the division. How does the rest of the division finish, Kennedy?
0: Uh, Bills, Pats, Bill, mm, mm, Bills, I'm stuck now. Bills, Miami, Pats, Jets.
2: Eric. I got to agree. Dolphins in a reasonably distant second. Patriots improved, but they're still hovering around 500. And yes, Randy, I said it, but it's not going to be enough to keep your jets out of the cellar.
1: But I said it. (laughs) Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. New England jumps Miami, especially if Miami loses Xavier and Howard. I'm going off
0: the roster they have right now. Yeah, if
2: Howard stays, they get second.
1: He leaves. Whew, yeah. I agree. Thus brings a conclusion to our first video episode of the kickoff.
2: And I still didn't have to wear pants.
0: <laughs> Apparently, I did not wear pants.
1: <laughs> I definitely didn't wear pants. You guys can only briefly see the Scooby Doo shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> I will have my Bills attire on next week. Kennedy, where can people
0: find you online? Uh, Ken underscore Ed's on TikTok and Ed's underscore Ken on Twitter.
1: Mr. Watkins.
2: At Squid Sports Head on Twitter. Go ahead. Yes, live tweeting will still be a thing. I promise you. Facebook, if you're into other different things, Flame Wars or tutoring advice or whatever, Look for Eric Watkins, guy, wine, recliner, you know the drill. Now, granted, of course, if you're still looking for that something extra special as Harry goes and spritzes himself, slide into my DMs on Twitter. (laughs) Slide into my DMs on Twitter. Undergo the strict, proper, thorough vetting process. Snapchat, Telegram, maybe kick OnlyFans. Whatever your heart desires, if I'm on it, you will get access to it. As always. Temp-
0: that's what I say to my husband.
1: <laughs> no go ahead and finish, Eric. <laughs> that's
2: what she said. Well, I mean, I really can't where I would want to, but that's a different story.
1: But finish your clubs, Watkins. As family is. show. <laughs> We almost made an entire episode without one.
2: (laughs) I was honestly surprised, but this plug, as well as maybe a couple of others, presented to you by the fine folks folks at Rick's TNT LLC. Tax consultation services and tutoring services available. Notary public services available in the state of Florida, as well as wedding
1: officiating. (laughs) Hmm. It took us long enough, but we finally went off the rails on this one.
0: Harry, where can we find you?
1: Or can Uh, I say Henry? Because I think I got there. Thank you for, A, getting my name correct, and B, getting us back on track. Kennedy is the voice of reason right now, Eric. Let that sink in for a moment! (laughs) We should probably put a scream notice there. Um, Another place you can get a scream notice is Amazon Music, Eric. Well,
2: obviously, but you never know. With Amazon Music and the sheer plethora of their catalog, I'm sure you can find some sort of screamo metal if you're into that thing. We here, especially with the W2M, we have uh, the Metal Hammer of Doom as part of the Radalich and Broadcasting Cavalcade of Podcasts, so it would fit right in. But you can also get various different audiobooks, other kinds of music, non-W2M podcasts, which why you would listen to them, we have no damn idea. But if you want to hear my dulcet tones on other W2M podcasts, they're right there. We have a whole bunch of other different W2M podcasts as well, all of them available. But say that you have your Alexa-enabled device and you say, hey, play W2M Network, but that's not just satisfying. You want to go that extra mile. You want to be premium, if you will. You want to be like Russell Wilson and be Mr. or Mrs. Unlimited. Well, you've come to the right place. Get amazonmusic.com slash W2M Network and you will get a free trial of Amazon Music Unlimited. At least 30 days? We may have a 90-day hookup. But to find out, you got to go to the link. Get amazonmusic.com slash W2M Network.
1: And again, I like the can, sassy fingered. And again, you can listen to the most recent podcast from the W2M Network by telling an you know, Alexa-enabled device to play W2M Network. You can find me online at ATB the Eagle, pretty much everywhere that social media is: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Technically, there's a Snapchat that exists. I don't use it. It's been deleted from my phone. But Eric did get his way. I did briefly join Snapchat.
2: I can find a way to get that resurrected
1: Never you mind Um, Grapple for your wrestling related stuff Uh, Shout out to my buddy Tony Acero Who's going through some shit We hope to have the reaction back for you soon In addition we hope to have another W2M uh, podcast brought back to you soon as well as we remind you once again that life is like a game show hopefully coming back to the w2m network shortly more plugs and information on next week next week's show we've been long enough for today's episode anyways already as it is she is the locksmith kennedy eddings i'm actually pointing at my computer screen where she is so that you know (laughs) that's why you're seeing my finger pointing here
2: wait a minute no yeah that
1: one (laughs) yeah you're pointing the wrong way Eric we'll figure yeah, out, well, we'll, orientations. Figure out we'll figure out this we'll figure out this camera bullshit eventually she's the locksmith Kennedy Eddings. he is the DSDO Eric Watkins I am the voice of reason allegedly my name is Harry Broadhurst you have been listening to the kickoff a presentation of the W2m network online at w2m Net. In addition, you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast services: iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podcast, or yeah, Podcast or podcast <laughs> <laughs> box. Be cast box. <laughs> <laughs> then <That works>. iTunes, <laughs> iHeartRadio, I, I Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, Cast Box. Thank you, Eric. Mm-hmm. As well as hey, Eric, guess what? Spot and now I can't fucking work. That You've was been nice. That was nice. <laughs> You've been and listening And for to-
2: our first official dick of the week of season five, Kennedy. And she knows why. <laughs> I was just, just thinking, because you'd
0: be like, Kennedy, guess what? I'd be like, fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give myself tickets. It's week, gonna be a
1: long fucking season. Everybody, enjoy the ride. You've been <laughs> listening to the kickoff of presentation of the W Two M Network.